0: Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinet. In this episode, we revisit Mexico's ancient pre-Hispanic cultures and civilizations on the eve of first contact with European explorers as we set the scene for the impending Spanish invasion and conquest of Mesoamerica, led by conquistador Hernán Cortés. Mesoamerica is a historical region and cultural area that includes central and southern Mexico. Within this region, pre-Columbian enlightened societies flourished for thousands of years before the Spanish colonization of the region. Mesoamerica was the site of one of the most profound historical transformations in history. It is one of the five areas in the world where ancient civilization arose independently and one of only three regions where writing is known to have developed on its own. Mesoamerica is defined by a mosaic of cultural traits, diffused through the area where a complex mythological and religious tradition, a vegesimal numeric system, a complex calendric system, a tradition of ball-playing, and a distinct architectural style. While Mesoamerican civilization knew of the wheel and basic metallurgy, Neither of these technologies became culturally important. Beginning as early as 9,000 BP in Mesoamerica, the domestication of various plant food sources and animals resulted in a transition from Paleo-American hunter-gatherer tribal groupings to the organization of sedentary agricultural villages. Rather than gathering food to eat, they planted seeds. The cultivation of wild plants provided security to the Mesoamericans, allowing them to increase surplus foods that could be utilized when hunting was bad, during times of drought and when resources were low. One of the great challenges in Mesoamerica for farmers was the lack of usable land and the poor condition of the soil. The two main ways to combat poor soil quality, or lack of nutrients in the soil, Was to leave fields fallow for a period of time and to use slash and burn techniques where trees were cut down and left to dry for a period. The dry wood and grasses were then set on fire and the resulting ash added nutrients to the soil. These two techniques were often combined to retain as many nutrients as possible. However, in the jungle environment, no matter how careful a farmer was, nutrients were often hard to retain. To combat the lack of large tracts of usable land, farmers in Mesoamerica created more land by forming terraces along the slopes of mountain valleys. Terraces allowed farmers to use more land on the mountain slopes and to move further up the mountain than they normally would be able to. Some terraces were made out of walls of stone and others were created by cutting down large trees and mounding soil around them. Subsistence farming of crops such as maize, beans, and squash formed a triad of products, commonly referred to as the Three Sisters. Growing these three crops together helped to retain nutrients in the soil. Another culturally important plant was ancient Mesoamerican chocolate, used in rituals as a drink and also employed as currency in trade. The impact of agriculture in Mesoamerica cannot be underestimated. It quite literally changed everything. Because the supply of food became regular, reliable, and in some cases, abundant, agriculture led to an increase in population and, as nomadic wanderings were no longer necessary, to a greater concentration of population. Villages began to become socially stratified and develop into chiefdoms. Large ceremonial centers were built, interconnected by a network of trade routes for the exchange of luxury goods. A settled way of life led to different kinds of specialization in pottery, weaving, art, tools, weapons, and architecture. And this specialization eventually gave rise to complex social structures, sparking the change from egalitarian communities to stratified societies. Mesoamerica represents a region of the New World like Mesopotamia does for the Old World. The Maya civilization was a Mesoamerican culture that developed in an area that includes southern Mexico. This region consists of the lowlands encompassing the Yucatan Peninsula along the Gulf of Mexico to the Pacific coast and the Mexican state of Chiapas. Prior to 2000 BC, the region saw the first developments in agriculture and the earliest villages. The next two millennia saw the establishment of the first complex societies and the cultivation of staple crops. The Olmecs settled in Mesoamerica and were a mother culture to the great Maya civilization. The first Maya cities developed around 750 BC, and by 500 BC, these cities possessed monumental architecture, including large exotic temples with elaborate stucco facades, built without the aid of metal tools or the wheel. Beginning around 250 AD, the Maya civilization flourished and developed many impressive city-states, linked by a prosperous and organized trade network and sophisticated road systems. The 3rd century also saw the intrusive intervention in Maya dynastic politics of the central Mexican city of Teotihuacan. Located 30 miles or 48 kilometers from modern-day Mexico City, Teotihuacan, meaning City of the Gods is today the most visited archaeological site in Mexico, but one of the least understood. Shrouded in mystery, the early history of this pre-colonial monumental city is quite unclear and the origin of its founders and mysterious elite is still uncertain. At its peak, the city covered over 11 square miles or 30 kilometers, with broad avenues and gigantic pyramids and housed a population of 200,000 people. Obsidian, a naturally occurring volcanic glass, was the main source of wealth in Teotihuacan. Its processing produced tools and objects of various types intended for commercial transactions beyond the geographical boundaries of the city. Items included figurines, blades, spikes, knife handles, jewelry, and ornaments. The city reached its zenith in 450 AD when it was the center of a powerful culture whose influence extended through much of the Mesoamerican region, influencing Maya culture. The rapid decline and total collapse of Teotihuacan in the 6th century was sudden and still unexplained. Maya cities were located in places that controlled trade routes or that could supply essential products. They tended to be dispersed and were subject to irregular expansion, with the haphazard growth outwards from the core. The city centre would be occupied by ceremonial and administrative complexes, surrounded by an irregular sprawl of residential districts. Different parts of a city would often be linked by limestone causeways. The principal architecture of the city centres consisted of grand palaces, ceremonial ball courts sprawling plazas, edifices used for marketplaces and schools, magnificent structures aligned for astronomical observation, stone pyramid temples, and other monumental buildings dedicated to elite activities. The Maya elite were literate and developed a complicated system of hieroglyphic writing that was the most advanced in the pre-Columbian Americas. Hieroglyphic writing was being used in the Maya region by the 3rd century BC. Noted for its logosyllabic script, the Maya developed the most sophisticated and innovative writing system in pre Columbian North America. They recorded their history and ritual knowledge on bark paper in codices, or screenfold books, of which only a few uncontested examples remain. There are also a great many examples of Maya text found on stela and ceramics. Their civilization is also renowned for its art, architecture, astronomical system, a highly complex series of interlocking ritual calendars, sacred geometry, and mathematics that included one of the world's earliest instances of the explicit zero. Political rule was centered on the concept of the Divine King who acted as a mediator between mortals and the supernatural realm. Kingship was patrilineal, and power would normally pass to the eldest son. A prospective king was also expected to be a successful military leader, for the Mayan world was dominated by warring superpowers. Maya politics was controlled by a closed system of patronage, although the exact political makeup of a kingdom varied from city-state to city-state. Later, the aristocracy greatly increased, resulting in the corresponding reduction in the exclusive power of the God-King. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now, 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The Maya civilization developed highly sophisticated illuminating art forms created by skillful sculptors and painters. They fashioned art using both perishable and non-perishable materials, including wood, jade, obsidian, ceramics, sculptured stone monuments, Stucco and finely painted murals, traditional Maya religion represented a belief system of intricate ritual practices. Among the main concepts relating to Maya' ceremonial acts are topography and calendrical mapping, the priesthood, purification, prayer, pilgrimages, feasting, ritual domains, mythology, ancestor worship, dramatic performances and the impersonation of deities. As a result of their religion, the Maya practiced human sacrifice to win favors from their many gods. Sacrifice was a religious activity in Maya culture, involving the killing of humans or animals, and bloodletting or auto-sacrifice by members of the community in rituals superintended by priests. Offerings and mass human sacrifices propitiated or fulfilled a perceived obligation towards the glory and nourishment of their deities. Mayans thrived for centuries, distinguished by a sophisticated culture. But in the ninth century, there was a widespread rulership and political breakdown in the central Maya region, marked by the abandonment of cities, the ending of royal dynasties, and a northward shift of population and activity from the lowlands to the highlands. No universally accepted theory explains this collapse but it likely had a combination of causes, including endemic internecine rebellion and warfare, overpopulation resulting in severe environmental degradation, and drought. Although much reduced, a significant Maya presence remained after the depopulation and abandonment of its major cities. The once enlightened civilization declined until the last independent Maya city fell to the Spanish in the early 16th century. The Aztec Empire was an alliance of three city-states that ruled the area in and around the Valley of Mexico from 1428 until 1521 A.D. The empire was formed from the victorious factions of a civil war in central Mexico. Despite the initial conception of the empire as an alliance of three self-governed city-states, Tenochtitlan quickly became dominant politically and militarily as the capital while the other partners in the alliance had taken subsidiary roles. Clacalel, the military leader of the capital, was the principal architect of the Aztec Triple Alliance and hence the Aztec Empire. He also instigated a policy of burning the books of conquered Mesoamerican peoples with the aim of erasing all memories of pre-Aztec past. The Aztecs were famous for their agriculture, cultivating all available land introducing irrigation, draining swamps, and creating artificial islands in the lakes. They developed a form of hieroglyphic writing, a complex calendar system, and built famous pyramids and temples. The Aztec power was centered at its capital, supported by many tributary city-states. The Aztecs left rulers of conquered enemies in power so long as they agreed to pay semi-annual tribute as well as supply military forces when needed for the Aztec war efforts. In return, the imperial authority offered protection and political stability and facilitated an integrated economic network of diverse lands and peoples who had significant local autonomy. The Mesoamerican Toltec culture had ruled the Valley of Mexico and beyond beginning in 900 A.D., Its sphere of influence reached as far away as the Yucatan Peninsula and the major city of Chichen Itza. After 1200 AD, various nomadic peoples entered the Valley of Mexico, including the Mexica. The Mexica were an indigenous people who were the eventual rulers of the Aztec Empire. When they arrived, they encountered the remnants of the Toltec Kingdom and their mythical history in magnificent cities such as Tula. The later Aztec culture saw the Toltecs and Maya as their intellectual and cultural predecessors. The Aztecs are so-called from Aztlán, meaning White Land, an allusion to their origins as a nomadic tribe in northern Mexico. The Mexica are eponymous of the place name Mexico, which refers to the interconnected settlements in the valley that became the site of what is now Mexico City. It held natural, geographical, and population advantages as the metropolitan center of the region of the future Mexican nation. Tenochtitlan was a large Aztec city-state built on an island in what was then Lake Texcoco in the Valley of Mexico, and was the capital of the expanding Aztec Empire. At its peak, it was the largest city in the pre-Columbian Americas and one of the most prosperous and populated cities in the world. Today, the ruins of the once magnificent city are located in the historic center of the Mexican capital, modern Mexico City. The Mexica, once established in Tenochtitlan, built opulent palaces, impressive public buildings, and marketplaces. Commerce was at the heart of everyday life, and trade was the center of social interactions. There was also a botanical garden, zoo, and an aquarium. The city had great symmetry, they constructed grand temples for different purposes, including human and animal sacrifice. Both beauty and savagery existed, hand in hand, in the Aztec world. The state religion of the empire was polytheistic, worshipping a diverse pantheon that included dozens of deities. The imperial deity was represented in the central temple precinct of the capital people in conquered provinces were allowed to retain and freely continue their own religious traditions, so long as they added to their local pantheons the imperial god, a distinctive warlike patron divinity. The Aztecs would often incorporate gods and goddesses that were borrowed from other geographic regions and peoples into their own religious practices. Like the Maya before them, they had a penchant for human sacrifice. Though blood sacrifice was common in Mesoamerica, The scale of human sacrifice under the Aztecs was unprecedented in the region. Human and animal sacrifice was practiced on a grand scale throughout the Aztec Empire in connection with many religious festivals, which were in the Aztec calendar. Aztec life was thus a constant mix of happy feasting and solemn sacrifices. Life in the Aztec world was full of traditions, some beautiful, and others quite macabre from the perspective of modern society. For millennia, the practice of blood sacrifice was widespread in Mesoamerican cultures and a theme in certain religions. Human sacrifice was a very complex, brutal ritual performed in honor of the gods. Every sacrifice had to be meticulously planned from the type of victim to the specific ceremony needed for the god. The sacrificial victims were usually captured warriors, but sometimes slaves, depending upon the god and needed ritual. The higher the rank of the warrior, the better he was considered as a sacrifice. The victims would then take on the persona of the god they were to be sacrificed for. The victims would be housed, fed, and dressed accordingly. This process could last up to a year. When the sacrificial day arrived, the victims would participate in the specific ceremonies of the deity. These ceremonies were used to exhaust the victims so that they would not struggle during the ceremony. Then priests performed the sacrifice, usually at the top of a pyramid. Each victim would be laid upon a table, held down, and subsequently have their hearts cut out. Aztec civilization was a fascinating combination of brutality and beauty. Starting in the Valley of Mexico, the Aztecs spread their doctrine of splendor and horror across Mesoamerica. Their penchant for human sacrifice, coupled with their love of drawings, sculpture, music, poetry, and philosophy boggles the Western mind. Nowhere is that dichotomy better seen than in the metaphors of Aztec art. For example, the hummingbird represented the sun god, the eagle represented the warrior, and flowers represented the beauty of life. The cosmology of Aztec religion divided the world into heavens and earthly layers, or netherworlds. Each level was associated with a specific set of deities and astronomical objects. The most important celestial entities in Aztec religion are the Sun, the Moon, and the planet Venus. The Aztecs were popularly referred to as people of the Sun. Aztec philosophy included ethics and aesthetics. Its central question was how people could find stability and balance in an ephemeral world. The Aztec world of grandeur, magnificence, sophistication, and savagery came to an abrupt end early in the 16th century. Next time, we turn to the Spanish conquest of Mesoamerica under the leadership of legendary and controversial conquistador Hernán Cortés during the reign of Aztec king, Montezuma. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying visuals, including maps, charts, timelines, photos, illustrations, and diagrams. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you're enjoying the ride.